everyone! Welcome back to Charmed Hard with a Vengeance. I'm sick, so it's gonna sound great. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a bug in this episode as bugs. Ooh! <laughs> More like bug-a-poo. <laughs> got it. Aww. The poo is Parker, obviously. <laughs> yeah. The poop hit the fan, huh? <laughs> uh, tonight we watch Season 1, Episode 8, Bugaboo. Uh, where there's some cicada demons who are using a dating app to find people to kill them. Uh, various relationship stuff happens. Well, some white lighter stuff, too. What'd you think, Phelan? A whole pile of stupid <laughs> coming in all directions. It was about what I expected. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the whole dating app thing was moronic when you, like give it any scrutiny and just like eh. well they didn't give any real reason why this was advantageous for the the demons to have no. their own dating app it just seems stupid too that this is going on maggie is selling an app basically just going around bugging people to download an app because she could get an <laughs> internship hey you can intern for these idiots with an app we're gonna promote this <laughs> Uh, this seems very tenuously connected to a school at all. This is so <laughs> but it seems stupid. very in Maggie's character to just hitch on to a stupid app and try and get an internship out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, Parker's trying to get her to do, like, uh, another internship with him and his dad. Yeah. At Evil Corp. Ooh. Da, da, da. I leave for 20 minutes and Evil Co's in shambles. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bob Evil. They want her to go to that internship because somehow they think they can get her plasma that way. Because they're still trying yeah. to get her witch DNA. Bingo. Dino DNA. On a date with her, Parker's like, oh yeah, I, I need plasma, I'm gonna die. And I've already checked and we're a match. And it's <laughs> like, what? Did he check with the app? Because apparently in that <laughs> app... The only way it would work for those demons is if you would put in, like, blood information or other stuff, uh -huh. like, that you would never put yeah, in an app. No sense. It's like, yeah, these bugs need a certain match so that they can put their uh, larva in them or whatever. They say they, they need a, an exact match for their reproductive needs. Mm -hmm. But that's not what you would put in a dating app. Dating apps have to do with personality matches. Yeah, you know, all dating apps are based on blood types and genetics. <laughs> like, all right, now can you like tell us a bit about your genetic code? Like, what the hell kind of dating app is that? <laughs> <laughs> they they try and tie it in really clumsily with like Macy and this Asian guy because she's mm -hmm. talking earlier about how uh, Asian men are considered less desirable statistically in these apps, which I think is a true fact. I think like they do get less swipes or whatever you do in those dating apps. Um, but they try and connect the like less desirable genetic thing with like the demons seeing like they don't want less desirable dates. Uh, so he's talking to Macy when they go on a date, this, this demon who is in the guise of an Asian man. 
and it, it's almost like the demons are tricking them with their like social justice issues now <laughs> like they're like <laughs> you know because it's it sucks to be less desirable she's like oh yeah you're quoting the exact thing i was talking about this is how normal people talk in a normal conversation yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was so close to having like a, a a running theme and it didn't quite get there because again it's it's clunky it's good like that in the end he's an evil bug so <laughs> <laughs> he's a, a man not a boy <laughs> no he's a bug he's not either of those <laughs> he's a cicada anyone who's had to live in an area with a lot of cicadas i think felt immense satisfaction uh, at having uh, the fake cgi bar go through his face <laughs> That's for ruining all these shots. <laughs> Your stupid yeah. noise, cicadas. We need to circle back to Parker before we move back too far from that. Just the fact that how did he get their blood taste? Like, how does Maggie think that's normal? <laughs> that Parker has somehow gotten her blood type and stuff and given it to these people to check. <laughs> Like, does she think he secretly stole some blood? <laughs> like, I don't know. What she think is going on here? She accepts so many things at face value from him, like, that are not normal at all. No, that's so dumb. Like, nothing about them seems genuine. You were pointing out, too, if, if the whole point was, like, to get the Charmed Ones, why was he with Lucy to begin with? Yeah, that just adds a complication, like, unneeded. <laughs> It just didn't make any sense, and that would only no. like hurt his chances. Like he's exactly. just lucky that she's uh, <laughs> that she's willing horrible. to like. Yeah, he's lucky <laughs> she's horrible. <laughs> we find out why he's taking that serum because his his uh, demon half is killing his human half. I figured it was something like that. Yeah. His whole existence is not meant to be. <laughs> yeah, like he's just killing himself from the inside out. I don't know. Uh, fair enough. I mean, I guess if you're going to believe there's a serum that can help with this, <laughs> I guess yeah. you can buy that. It's one of the good products from Evil Co. <laughs> I, uh, I still don't care about Parker, but I do love the dynamics between him and his dumb family. <laughs> <laughs> they have more interaction with him and his shapeshifter brother. And uh, someone pointed out, too, like... <laughs> He had that story that he told Maggie about his brother that could play guitar and, and he couldn't and he became like the guy who couldn't yeah. play guitar. Was that was that Hunter? Was he the guitar playing brother that he aspired to be? We're gonna see him shred it soon. <laughs> <laughs> Parks, that's not us. <laughs> I wanted to be just like my shape-shifting guitar brother. He could even become a guitar, but it was not to be. Wild Morning Stars rule! Excellent! I love, too, that um, Hunter calls their dad a 3,000-year-old douche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more of this, please. Uh, that's delightfully dumb storytelling. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love his brother just hanging out in the bathroom just to make fun of him, too. Like... He definitely seems a different character than when he started. Oh, definitely. Everything's changing. Like, every episode of the show, it seems like, well, we're going in a different direction now. Yeah, it's, it seems very confused about what they want to do. Yeah, we also find out that um, Galvatron has broken up the summer off screen. <laughs> yeah, they just ditched that storyline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they were clearly setting something up with her, with her telling, you know, Macy to stay away from him and stuff, and then just, 
And she's gone. Even if this was intended, and I don't believe it was, I feel like they're they're changing a lot of things. It's just the pacing is so quick with everything. And uh, mm. like that was down to like the very first scene. You just cut and there's like some rave music playing and then the girls are chasing down the uh, the evil half witch, half white lighter that we'll, we'll talk about in a second. And uh, and I thought it was either going to be like a dream or a simulation or something, because anytime it abruptly starts with something like that, they're chasing a villain, but you get no lead up. Mm-hmm. It's usually because like, oh, they're trying to fool the audience and then here's the real thing. But no, like, they just don't tell you how they found her, how this chase started happening. It's just, it's just already in progress. Yeah, because, you know, they're usually in action like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a show like Buffy where you accept, like, oh yeah, she's in on the middle of patrol and she's in a battle. But even then, you don't start in the middle of, like, a story important character that Uh you're going after because we've already established that they think that she has killed their mom so that would be very important Mm -hmm. to lead into like if they were just chasing a random demon i would accept this was a patrol of some sort or some sort of thing like buffy yeah but with buffy is like you accept that more because she does that it's part of her character the charmed ones already in this show barely do anything like this So, like, starting them off like this is kind of weird. Like, unless we get into a little bit of a groove with them doing this type of thing, I think the cold open of them in the middle of it's odd. I I don't think they're as apathetic as the original Charmed Ones were uh, near the end. No, but they certainly aren't very proactive. A lot of the time they're just dealing with their own life issues, and then they're like... Oh, the thing of the week's annoying us? Like, they're not quite original charm, but they're still more focused on dumb things than they are the big threats. I mean, a lot of it still is very reactionary. Like, they're not proactively going out, but, uh, I mean, they do at least try to get rid of bad guys with minimal complaints, Uh so... (laughs) Like, until they start being a little more proactive, then don't do that. (laughs) Did they establish in this version of the show that witches like are supposed to protect innocence or this is just they happen to be witches that fight evil like is it like a chosen one thing like they're supposed to protect people i mean mel was was protecting someone in the episode right that she was going to (laughs) yeah which was weird because she's like i was gonna help them the human way yeah which is bizarre yeah do elders frown upon witches using their powers to help people i don't really or or is that just like mel with a bug up her butt about something i don't know (laughs) mel's very (laughs) weird now it's like she's mellow (laughs) (laughs) she's definitely not as angry yeah they call her mellow yellow because all she does like yeah she runs (laughs) into miss um electricity what's her name a Jada. Jada. She runs into her earlier and she still thinks she killed her mother. And like that, she says that line. She goes, Oh, so you killed my mom because um, the elders are dicks? <laughs> like, and she says it like with that conviction. Like she doesn't, she's not upset anymore. It's just like, like some other people had the same problem we did with her character at the beginning like she was too angry so they're like all right now she's not angry about anything (laughs) including her mom's death she's very like why do you have to go kill my mom that's kind of a bummer you know (laughs) 
yeah, it was a it was, it was a really rushed storyline that they're really trying to push with Mel and Jada. Mm. Um, potentially a, a romance, it seems like. Oh which yeah, definitely. Just seems awful. <laughs> like, bring back Nico. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we got rid of Nico so that we can do this. <laughs> uh, they reveal this Jada person. She's the one who stole the scepter of Tartarus or scythe of Tartarus. Um, at the end of last episode, they think that she killed their mom, and she's got the scythe, which looks like the Sailor Moon scepter or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, she opens up uh, Tartarus, I guess, and releases a witch. And she reveals to Mel that she is uh, half witch, half white lighter, which mm-hmm. is frowned upon by the elders, even though they, like they're witches who create a white lighter. So it's a whole complicated system, I feel. <laughs> witches are allowed to do what they want, but white lighters are like the secondary class. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go mixing races. <laughs> Elders are dicks. They want to preserve the light whiter race. <laughs> the real light whiter supremacists. Yeah, yeah mud blood. <laughs> Half breed. <laughs> so because of the elders being massive dicks, um, a rogue elder created the witches of Arcana, Sarcana. Did you catch what word they were saying? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. They're a bunch of witch terrorists, basically. <laughs> yeah. They don't follow what the elders do, and uh, they're considered a terrorist organization. <laughs> I'm going to call this now, in case this comes up uh, in a future episode, I think that Charity killed their mom because she started this group. And Charity's acting all nice, but she's really a villain. Even though she is kind of a dick anyway. <laughs> Because she wanted to steal their mom's face just like she did all the other elders. <laughs> wow, what a letdown. I didn't think it could get any worse than the the Golden Gate Bridge meeting place. Stupid <laughs> meeting on top of the bridge. They're like, hey, how do we do an, an equivalency lame thing in this show? I know, they'll be meeting at... The Charmed One's living room! Yeah. <laughs> That was so lame. I was like, it's just it's just their living room. Not even a separate living room. It's just the living room set with yeah. like a filter over it. So it looks a little more heavenly. Yeah. They say it's like their room in another dimension or something. It doesn't look any better than the office building they were using. I mean, I I don't know what you, you use to make it seem like a cooler other world, but neither of these options are ideal. I mean, even like the office, that would have been something. If you just give us something different looking, <laughs> not the same living room set. Like, that ugh. was terrible. And yeah, all of the, the elders are there with no faces to protect them, air quotes, from uh, from whatever's after them to hide their identities, a.k.a. they haven't cast them yet. <laughs> yeah, we don't know who we want to be the other elders yet. Maybe we'll get John Delancey. <laughs> He's like, mm, no thanks. Yeah. I already made that mistake. <laughs> it's weird because they're drawing attention to the fact these are just a bunch of extras, but at the mm. same time, like, it would feel weirder and empty if they go to elder world and it's just their living room and just charity there they shouldn't have gone to elder world honestly because (laughs) she takes her there and the other elders don't say anything 
She, she doesn't tell her anything of note that she couldn't tell her not in Elder World. Yeah, like she could have told her what she told her with in the same office with Harry. Like there's no point to it. You're clearly not ready to show anything and you're not ready to give us any other elders. So why are you going here at this point? Yeah, I didn't really understand that. And I thought when she said she was summoning her for some reason, and then she goes through the magical portal to get to her own living room again, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was just going to go to credits, like a cliffhanger. Yeah. And there were a few times that happened where I'm like, oh, now it's, now, oh no, it's still, now? No, yeah, it's still the going. the dating <laughs> app bugs were already dead, and then the episode just keeps going. <laughs> there was a, a kind of funny part, too, where... um they're investigating some of the deaths by these cicada demons and Mm -hmm. they go to the police investigation and just freeze them so they can steal their gloves. (laughs) It's like the elders are so hard up. They don't have their own gloves for investigating things. Like you would think there could be like some magical way to hide your fingerprints or something that they could say, or at least they could have their own disposable gloves. Like how, how tight is the budget over Elderland? I mean, I guess it's pretty bad considering their headquarters is the Charmed One's living room, but <laughs> rinky-dink thing. I would think they need to investigate things quite often and hide their fingerprints, so I think buying a box of disposable gloves should be probably somewhere in their dumb budget. <laughs> well, you, you know, maybe Charity really is an interior decorator. Because the elders are just witches that are more powerful now, and sure, there's like an elder dimension or whatever, but like there are rules against personal gain spells, so it's not like they're magicking up money. Like they gotta have other jobs besides this. They're working on like whatever budget they got. They can't be spending it on latex gloves. (laughs) They don't Mm -hmm. have the moolah to spread around. Yeah. They don't even get a salary. This is all volunteer. It's uh, activism. Well, clearly. <laughs> it's activism. <laughs> no, I'm not putting that in the podcast. I'm not going to cut to that. <laughs> I'm going to cut all of that out. No one deserves to listen to that. <laughs> they, uh, out of nowhere, bring up that Charity and Harry were a thing at some point. Mm-hmm. That seemed weird, didn't it? Yeah. Seemed out of nowhere. And then Mel has a line where she's like, oh, come on. We all know that you guys were a thing. It's news to the audience. Yeah. (laughs) This was supposed to be obvious. No, it seemed like they were hinting at Harry and Macy at one point. No. Yes. To be honest, I don't know if I buy anyone pairing up at this point because, like, they just need to establish people more. Uh, how about Galvin? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I... I'm going to be fair to Galvin in this one. I know we got a lot of Galvin uh, jokes in this. Um, I feel like he had his first scene of seeming like a real human being in this episode. (laughs) He was a real boy. (laughs) He was a real boy. (laughs) He made a wish upon a star in the sentence. (laughs) (laughs) He's got no strings to hold him down. (laughs) Just a vehicle. (laughs) That was hilarious. (laughs) That yeah. was their episode cliffhanger. He yeah. gets hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I I wish I could play that 20 times over. Him just getting rammed down by the car. 
cut to the vehicle that hit him and we see Daryl. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not going down for this. He's a cop. He can cover it up. Yeah. I'm a cop. I can't do this. Eh, shut up, Daryl. <laughs> I can't get involved with more charmed ones. I'm out of here. <laughs> there was the scene between Galvin and Macy uh, where she's talking about he, he had some attitude with her over something. He was like, nah. And she's like, what? What? <laughs> you heard me. And then he quietly leaves, <laughs> shuts the door very slowly. What's with the attitude? Excuse me, Macy. <laughs> well, excuse me, princess. She talks to him about it and she gets like into boss mode where she's like, hey, you can't talk to me like that no matter what relationship we have. Like, mm-hmm. th- that's not cool. And he explains he was crabby because Summer broke up with him. <laughs> well, you're just not as good as Slade. <laughs> and, uh, and his budget got cut and all this stuff. And he apologizes for the attitude. And uh, I was fine with that scene. I liked it because they acted like human beings. And it established, like, a relationship between them that wasn't just a bunch of really pushed scenarios. Mm. Like, by the end, I bought that I'm like, okay, these two like each other or want to have a thing or whatever. Like, they both felt more, like, layered people. Mm -hmm. He's still very low-key about everything, but uh, I at least felt a bit better about (laughs) them trying to make it a thing. He did at least go, yes! after yeah, they he made went, yeah. their little date. <laughs> Don't fly off the handle, Galvin. Yeah, he went from yeah to yes! <laughs> I mean, I uh, I buy that way more than anything with Parker, so I mean, they're mm-hmm. doing something with that at least. We also saw his little um, symbol glowing after he got hit by Voldemort, so. It's the mark of Slytherin. That's why he can speak parcel tongue. Now it makes sense. <laughs> well, that snake's talking. That's weird. <laughs> I like how he just becomes like Hannibal Barres in our impressions. <laughs> uh, we also have some important plot developments with um, Fiona, who was Harry's former charge, who went crazy or got sent to an asylum for revealing she was a witch and killed herself, but maybe not. Hmm. Crazy Fiona just joined some terrorists. <laughs> she went and married Shrek. They don't <laughs> talk about her anymore. <laughs> Somebody once told me to lock up Fiona, stick her with some stupid terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> She uh she is Charity's sister, it turns out, and she is possibly part of this uh, terrorist organization because they're mm. like, she almost saw Fiona. Dun, because, dun. by the way, <laughs> Mel is infiltrating them at the Elder's orders. Yeah, she'll infiltrate them, the intent of finding something, but she'll find love. <laughs> Real sparks are gonna fly between her. That other person. <laughs> I already forgot her name. Jada. Jade. <laughs> it's going to be one of those things where, like, the cop goes in with the mafia and they get too deep. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to end like uh, yeah. Reservoir Dogs with all of them shooting each other. <laughs> Don't make me do this. Larry, stop pointing that fucking gun at my dad!
I do like that they're trying to have a romantic interest with some more like uh, complicated morality here, but again, it's very rushed. We don't know them yet, so yeah. Oh no, this whole storyline with Jada seems really forced right now. Just the stupid I'm badass witch who I'm doing the right thing and you're the loser, like. <laughs> We've seen the storyline too many times. There's no grounding force for this character yet. Mm. Uh, I feel like her costume and her makeup are all very exaggerated because she's supposed to be otherworldly or whatever. Mm. Um, and she's part of a witch terrorist organization and, and she doesn't seem to like fit into any real world scenario. She seems ridiculous yeah. when you see her around other people. She seems to try hard cool edgy look person and just like the whole character's too much like that yeah like and i wish she had some compelling evidence or something like to really make you go oh maybe like i think the show might go that way anyway but i wish it was more compelling with her side of things because well just... the elders are dicks we do know this uh -huh. they did frame a stupid trip for murder so absolutely <laughs> And, like, yeah, I would love for her to have some interesting things to say about what the elders have done, you know, and talk about that type of stuff. Like, I mean, she brought up the fact that they're dumb about their muddy blood and whatever and stuff, but, yeah, like, I mean, it just, it could have been done in a much more compelling way. I just, I don't feel anything about it the way they executed that a lot of the stuff with the uh the elders and uh and with that character and and the storylines that they're bringing up with the white lighters um i i don't mind them I, I i do think that they could go in interesting directions i just wish it didn't feel like they were racing to get there because it, it just feels like a lot happened mm -hmm. all in one episode when you could like spread this out a little bit more and, and give us reasons to be more invested in why these things matter mm -hmm. exactly the execution's off uh, but i feel like once they can get into these storylines if they can find a groove they could do some cool things with this like, if they just slow down a little bit, like, I could get behind these characters. It's not like I, I loathe them. I just feel like they just, they, they haven't quite grasped the strengths yet. I mean, if they ever figure out what direction they're actually going with for any particular storyline, they can actually move forward on one of them. By next episode, who knows, maybe they'll be like, anyway... Mel infiltrated them with Jada, and Jada, she found out she's evil, so she kills her, and she comes back, and... <laughs> like... Yeah, just, like, commit to something, but, um... <laughs> I feel like their their ratings have not been ideal, and I think that's why there's such a shift. It doesn't help when you just see a show that so clearly doesn't know what it's doing. People aren't gonna be more inclined to tune in. It's got some identity issues, but... It's better to try and improve than just stick to your guns with bad ideas. Oh, yeah. But you could write a more smooth transition. Sure. All right, Phelan. It's time for everyone's favorite segment. <sighs> it's the fashion! <laughs> no! <laughs> just Absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, uh, going with uh, terrible things like the like the model land theme. Um, I'm gonna start with a really bad fashion thing um, that I could not get behind. Macy's mom jeans. What is going on with those? You noticed that, right? Sure. <laughs> she's, got, she's got like these giant like way high on the waist jeans with the big belt yeah. and the the jeans are not like fitted in any way <laughs> like they look like you ever see that old snl sketch for mom jeans where it's got like amy poehler and tina fey and they yeah. got like the jeans on and they're all posing <laughs> They're not flattering. <laughs> yeah, thinking about it, it's a bit like that. Yeah. <laughs> she has had some good jumpsuits, though, in this show. They upgraded the uh, lab coats over at Revolving Door Science Institute. <laughs> yeah, they made them gray. He also pointed out something about how her boss was like, Oh, Macy, you shouldn't be working all the time. You need to have more in your life. Oh, yeah, she's tough but fair. Like, like you said, no boss would do that. Like, they're not going to discourage extra work. Yeah, if anything, they're going to take yeah. advantage of you. I, I don't see this yeah. being a realistic relationship. And again, they don't have any relationship at this point. Like, it's not believable in the slightest. Anyway, back to fashion. <laughs> I've got a lot of them. I, there was a lot. There was a lot happening in this episode. All right, I'm going to I'm going to start with some smaller ones. Um there was a bug victim mm -hmm. who had on an outfit with a fur jacket and a silk midriff shirt. <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, this is good. This is daring stuff." <laughs> uh even uh Harry had some some stuff going on in this episode. He had a blue sweat jacket on with a green stripe down the front. Mm. I thought that was uh it looked very casual. Mel had a velvet dress on, all velvet, which seemed to be a theme in this episode. There was a lot of velvet going on. They decided that was their theme. Uh, Charity, uh, with her white pantsuits, uh, she had a pretty good one. Uh, sequin shirt, uh, and she also had a capelet on. Mm -hmm. Her pants were a mile wide. It was a good cut. And then she tried to sell them to us for like 10 minutes. Like, if you call now, you can get these 10% off. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> I will sell these at a replica of your living room. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Maggie spends all of her money on this. <laughs> you idiot! I'm a psychologist now, it's fine! <laughs> Alright, let's go to Maggie. Maggie is the fashion all-star. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so for Maggie's fashions. Uh, <laughs> she had... She had a ton of things going on. All right. Rose dress with a single shoulder cutout. Yellow app t-shirt over a camo long sleeve paired with a top knot in her hair. Yeah, it's my favorite. Stupid app shirt. <laughs> <laughs> a dress that is just everything all at once. Um, lace, fringe, straps, ankle length, three tiers. Red velvet jacket on top of it. <laughs> with matching boots she changes into a million outfits in one day yeah. because Macy is still wearing the same clothes <laughs> uh, all velvet pajamas green and white puffy sleeve that's knitwear 
with giant star earrings and a leopard print scrunchie. All in one outfit. <laughs> Amazing stuff. I feel like this is this is what I'm watching every week for. This is what I'm most excited about. What is Maggie going to be wearing? <laughs> mm. She can get a hand down from the original Charmed, like Sabrina. Unless Sabrina had the original and Charmed got the hand-me-down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They shared a lot of the same outfits on the, the WB. Mm-hmm. Or a few of them, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I like this stuff more than the Phoebe stuff. Occasionally Phoebe would hit that good tacky stuff where it's like, ooh, this is so bad it's good. Or like, I can get behind this. It's fun. It's weird, but it's fun. But a lot of the time she would do things like wear arm warmers with a tank top. Like it just didn't make any sense. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes she just cut things. Sometimes she's like, can I wear three different shirts pieced together like a Frankenstein? Can I do that? That's some good sewing sound effects. Just cutting. <laughs> oh, I see. The whole process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I don't even need to add any more sound effects. It's just us, acapella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Phelan. Uh, what'd you think of this episode uh, compared to some others? Like, was it better than last week? It stinks. <laughs> <laughs> No, not impressed. Stupid dating app bug thing made no sense. <laughs> and then just like that plot ends and then there's still like 10 minutes of an episode <laughs> or something. And it's just like, why is this structured so poorly? It's just so weird. It reminded me of like um some dumb Smallville's back in the day where like the main plot wraps up and it just keeps going. You're like, why is it still going? <laughs> It's kind of all over the place. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it just felt like, why are we doing this now? Why are we doing this now? Wait, what? Yeah. Um, I felt it was better than last week. It was still really rushed, and there were some silly things. Uh, I'm so for that ending <laughs> with Galvin. <laughs> <laughs> that was their... They, you know what I just realized? They expected us to be really bummed by that. Yeah. That was supposed to be the really obvious, like, happy relationship setup, and then something tragic happens, like, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> we're supposed to feel sad like we were when Nico got erased. I haven't laughed that hard since Trip was hit by a pipe and killed. <laughs> <laughs> More of this, please, Charmed. I'm here for this. <laughs> All right, uh, I think that's it for Charmed Hard with a Vengeance. Uh, send us a like or a, a, a subscription or a comment. That'd be great. Thanks to everyone who's been listening, and we'll see you Charmanders next week. <laughs>